Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Lots of fun things to talk about today. I want to get started by talking about the week one matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and the LA Rams. Then I want to get you guys ready for some other matchups around the NFL for week one. Uh, then I want to talk some more at Seattle Mariners baseball. So first, we'll get right into it by talking about this Seahawks-Rams matchup. This should be a very interesting game. Obviously, these two teams, NFC West division rivals, they know each other very well. Um, I know this Rams team doesn't have a whole lot of high expectations, uh, but I do expect Sean McVay to coach them up well. Um, and I think this could be a very interesting week one matchup. With that being said, um, what I think the Seahawks are going to need to do to win this game on the defensive side of the football, um, priority number one is they have to focus on stopping the running game of the Rams. Um, with Cooper Cup ruled out for this game, I think the Rams are going to focus a lot on running the football with Cam Akers. Um, so it's going to be very important for the Seahawks defense to stop the run and also to put pressure on Matthew Stafford in this game. Um, they have to be constantly putting pressure on Matthew Stafford um, to prevent him um, you know, from throwing the ball deep down the field. Um, I know Cooper Cup will not be playing in this game, uh, but... Um, I do expect Matthew Stafford to target guys like Van Jefferson um, and uh, also um, Tyler Higby um, could probably be very involved in this game as well. Um, and also, you know, a really fast receiver, a guy like Tutu Adwell, uh, you know, he could be a, a really good deep threat for the Rams in this game as well. So um, if we can put pressure on Matthew Stafford, make him uncomfortable in the pocket, um, you know, it could be a long day. For Matthew Stafford. So um, that's what I think the Seahawks defense is going to have to do. Uh, find a way to create some turnovers. Um, and uh, really uh, slow down this Rams running game. On the offensive side of the football. Um, Seahawks are going to have to protect Geno Smith. From Aaron Donald. Um, you know Aaron Donald still one of the best. At getting after opposing quarterbacks. Um, and I was listening to uh, Maurice Jones Drew. Um, during uh, NFL training camp. Um, and uh, he is uh, the announcer for the LA Rams. And uh, he was also a very good running back in his playing days as well. Um, and uh, he was talking about how, um, you know, he noticed when he calls uh, Rams games uh, that um, there's always two or three guys uh, lining up um, against Aaron Donald. Uh, he's always double and triple teamed uh, the entire game. And he's still finding ways to get after and to get to opposing quarterbacks. Um, and uh, so it's going to be very important for the Seahawks uh, to keep Aaron Donald away from Geno Smith. They're going to have to protect Geno Smith in this game. Um, and another way they can do that is by committing to running the football with Kenneth Walker um, and Zach Charbonnet. If they can run the football well, they can wear down this Rams defense. Um, and then uh, they can um, use the play-action passing game and um, Geno Smith can get DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Jackson Smith and Jigba involved in this game as well. Um, I also do expect Geno Smith to spread the football around uh, to his tight ends, no offense, um, and uh, also um, Kobe Parkinson as well. Um, so, um, you know, I think Geno Smith is really going to be spreading the football around uh, to all of his playmakers. Um, and uh, I think this is going to be a very interesting game. Um, I think the Rams will find a way to keep this game close uh, because they are NFC West 
division rivals and they know each other so well. Um, but I think the Seahawks will find a way to win this game. Um, it'll be great to see Bobby Wagner going up against the LA Rams, um, who are now his former team. Great to have Bobby Wagner back with the Seahawks. Um, he's going to make a lot of tackles in this game. Um, and I think he's going to have a very good game for the Seahawks. Great to see that defense um, looking closer and closer to being fully healthy. Um, and I think the Seahawks defense is going to be very good this season. And it's all going to begin in week one when they go up against the LA Rams. So should be an interesting game. I do think the Seahawks will find a way to win this game, um, but uh, should be a lot of fun to watch. So that's my thoughts on the Seahawks Rams matchup. Now I want to talk about a few of the other week one matchups to keep an eye on in the NFL. I'm not going to talk about all of them, uh, but I'm just going to talk about some of the ones that I think are going to be the most interesting games to watch. Um, I think uh, in the early window, you're going to have um, some really good games. Um, I think the best game to watch in the early window will be between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the San Francisco 49ers. If you like defense, I think you're really going to enjoy this matchup. Uh, These two teams have excellent defenses. I think this will ultimately be a low-scoring game. Um, But uh, overall, I do think the 49ers have a better roster, and they will probably find a way to win this game. Uh, But if the Steelers can keep this game close in the fourth quarter, um, you know, keep an eye on Kenny Pickett. Uh, Kenny Pickett had a very good second half of his rookie season last year. Um, and uh, he played particularly well in the fourth quarter, and uh, Steelers ended up winning a lot of close games, and uh, they ended up avoiding a losing season last year uh, because of how well Kenny Pick- uh, Kenny Pickett played uh, down the stretch. So, um, you know, if the Steelers could find a way to keep this game close in the fourth quarter, um, I think the 49ers could possibly be on upset alert, uh, but um, I still think the 49ers will probably win this game, but, um, you know, if the Steelers can keep it close, um, you never know. So, um, you know, that could be a very interesting game as well. Um, So keep an eye on that game. Uh, Another interesting game in the early window, another really good defensive battle uh, will be between the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots. Um, Two very good defenses once again in this matchup as well. Uh, But in the end, I don't think Mac Jones – will be able to keep up with Jalen Hurts in this matchup. Um, you know, I think this this Eagles offense um, is going to be a little bit too explosive for the Patriots. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. It should be um, a very interesting football game. Um, and um, that should be another fun game to watch. Um, another interesting game to keep an eye on, a sneaky good game. Um, in the afternoon window, uh, will be between the Miami Dolphins and the L.A. Chargers. Um, two teams that are kind of, you know, inconsistent at times defensively. Um, but, uh, you know, offensively, uh, you know, these two teams can put a lot of points on the board. Um, I do expect this to be a high-scoring game. Um, and remember, a lot of people, um, when the Dolphins drafted Sam Tua Tunga-Vailoa, um, a lot of people thought that they should have drafted Justin Herbert instead. Um, and uh, last season, the Chargers, um, you know, they got a big win against the Miami Dolphins last season. Um, so we know that Tua is really going to want to win this game um, and uh, maybe shut down that narrative that uh, the Dolphins should have taken Justin Herbert 
over uh, Tua. Um, but, uh, you know, we know the career that Justin Herbert has had. He's now the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Tua has been very good as well when he um, has been able to stay healthy. Um, you know, he took some huge steps last season in his development. Uh, he really played well. Um, so I think this should be a very interesting game. I think the Dolphins will find a way to win this game. Uh, but I think it'll be close. It'll be high scoring. And it's ultimately going to come down to which team does a better job of running the football. These two teams um, really did not run the football enough last season. Um, and, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, if they want to make the next step um, in the right direction, uh, both of these teams are going to have to commit to running the football a little bit more. Um, and I think you'll see that in this game. Um, but, um, you know, I think the uh, Dolphins will find a way to win this game. Um, but uh, it should be a very fun game to watch. Um, another uh, game to keep an eye on um, is uh, going to be the Sunday night football game between the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. I think this is going to be a very interesting game as well. Um, again, you have two division rivals going up against each other in the NFC East. Um, in this matchup, Sunday night football, um, you know, you look at um, – what Daniel Jones has done in his career against the Cowboys. Um, and Daniel Jones has never beaten Dak Prescott. Um, so that could be something to keep an eye on um, in this matchup. Um, I think the Cowboys will find a way to win this game, but uh, these two teams, you know, very good defenses. Um, you know, the Giants, they've added more playmakers to their offense as well. Um, so I think this could be a very interesting game. Uh, but I think the Cowboys will find a way to win this game. Monday Night Football, that should be another interesting game as well. Um, you know, the Buffalo Bills going up against the New York Jets, a great um, Monday Night uh, Week 1 matchup. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll get our first chance to see Aaron Rodgers going up against Josh Allen. That's going to be a great division rivalry. Um, you know, I know I said that the Buffalo Bills – would win the AFC East, um, and I still think that they will. Uh, but the Jets are going to be uh, the biggest competition for the Buffalo Bills um, in that division, uh, in my opinion. Um, but, uh, you know, looking at this matchup, um, and, uh, you know, I think this might be a coin flip to decide who's going to win this game. Um, we know exactly what to expect from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we've seen how good this Buffalo Bills offense um, can be, you know, for a few years now. We know exactly what to expect from them. Uh, their defense is fully healthy um, coming into this matchup. So, um, you know, I think the Buffalo Bills uh, will really play well in this game. Uh, but the Jets, you know, they look like a very good team on paper. We're going to have to wait to see how that translates onto the field. Um, but I do think that, you know, this is going to be a very um, – fun Monday night football matchup. I think the Buffalo Bills will win this game um, only because I know what to expect from the Bills. Um, you know, I do think that this Jets team will be very good, but I need to see it uh, before I can pick the Jets uh, to beat the Bills. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens, but uh, really looking forward to that game as well. A um, couple more interesting games to keep an eye on. Um, you know, um, we will see some interesting NFL debuts. Um, Anthony Richardson uh, with the Colts going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
It'll be interesting to see what Anthony Richardson can do in the NFL. I don't think he's going to beat the Jaguars in week one, um, but um, it'll be very fun to watch him play. Um, we'll see C.J. Stroud make his NFL debut as well for the Houston Texans going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, tough matchup for C.J. Stroud to begin his career uh, trying to uh, match points with Lamar Jackson. Um, so, um, you know, in the end, I think that uh, um, Lamar Jackson uh, will ultimately carve up this Houston Texans defense. Um, I do think that this Texans defense will eventually be very good um, with D'Amico Ryans as their head coach, uh, but it's going to take some time um, and uh, they're going to have a tough challenge on their hands going up against uh, Lamar Jackson in this new look Baltimore Ravens offense. Um, another game to keep an eye on um, will be uh, between um, the uh, Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know, obviously uh, these two teams, um, you know, big um, NFC North division rivals uh, for many, many, many years. Um, and uh, now we're going to see a new rivalry with Justin Fields and uh, Jordan Love. Uh, so that could be a very interesting game to watch as well. Um, so uh, that's my thoughts on some of the games um, that will take place in week one of the NFL. Like I said, um, I'm not going to talk about all of them, um, but uh, there's going to be a lot of good matchups in week one. So check the schedule um, and uh, enjoy watching a week one of the NFL. I really quickly just want to talk about a couple of bold predictions that I have um, for the NFL season. Um, I was uh, um, in a group text uh, with a bunch of my cousins um, that uh, you know I'm doing a fantasy football league with, uh, doing a couple of fantasy football leagues this year. Um, you know, uh, with uh, cousins on my mom's side and my dad's side. Um, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but uh, my bold predictions uh, for this season um, that I was talking about with my cousins. Um, Number one, I made a bold prediction for the Seahawks. Um, I said that Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, would be uh, the offensive rookie of the year this season. Um, and uh, I think that, uh, you know, he's going to be a really big part of the Seattle Seahawks offense. Um, and he's going to be a big X factor for the Seattle Seahawks this season. And my other bold prediction was that Lamar Jackson uh, will um, throw for the most passing touchdowns and the most passing yards this season. So we'll see if I'm right at the end of the regular season, but um, definitely some bold predictions. So uh, we'll see how that goes. So that's my thoughts on the latest NFL news. Now to talk Seattle Mariners baseball. This was a very interesting series between the Seattle Mariners and the Cincinnati Reds. Um, we saw some very interesting games. And uh, in game one of this series, uh, Brian Wu got the start for the Mariners going up against um, a bullpen day for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, TJ Antone got the start in this game for the Reds. Um, and uh, the Reds bullpen was very impressive in this game. But uh, the Reds, they got their offense going early against Brian Wu. Um, they got a couple of RBI singles in the first inning by Ellie De La Cruz and Hunter Renfro. Um, and then uh, after that, um, the Reds got a big three-run home run in the second inning by Spencer Steer to extend their lead to five to nothing. Uh, Brian Wu had trouble with his command early on in this game. He hit three batters and he walked two batters that ultimately ended up hurting 
Brian Wu early in this ball game, but he settled down after that, and he was able to get through five innings. Um, but uh, the Reds jumped out to an early five nothing lead. Uh, but then the Mariners they got on the board. Uh, Julio Rodriguez hits a big historic home run, his 25th home run of the season, um, and it was a historic home run because Julio Rodriguez becomes the first player in MLB history uh, to hit 25 plus home runs and still 25 plus stolen bases in his first two MLB seasons. So um, a great uh, historical uh, milestone for Julio Rodriguez. Uh, so that solo home run put the Mariners on the board. Uh, Mike Ford hits a home run as well. Um, his 15th home run of the season, and that made the score 5-2. to two. Then the Reds would add on another run with an RBI double by uh, Tyler Stevenson. That extended the Reds' lead to 6-2. to two. Then the Mariners add on one more run in the top of the ninth with an RBI base hit by J.P. Crawford. That made the score 6-3. to three. Mariners bring the tying run to the plate in the top of the ninth inning, but they were unable to score any more runs, and the Reds hang on and win game one. Final score of 6-3. to three. Great job by the Reds' bullpen um, in this uh, in this uh, game one of this matchup. Uh, game two, uh, this was another uh, very interesting matchup. A um, couple of rookie starting pitchers pitching in this game. Um, uh, Bryce Miller getting the start for the Mariners. And uh, Connor Phillips, a former Mariner prospect, uh, makes his major league debut against the Mariners in this ball game. Um, and this time it was the Mariners that got their offense going early in this ball game. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez hits a two-run home run, his 25th home run of the season to give the Mariners a two-to-nothing lead. Then the Reds they get out on the board. Um, Jake Fraley hits an RBI double. That made the score two to one. Jake Fraley, of course, the former Mariner, um, that made the score two to one. Um, and then Julio Rodriguez hits a big three-run home run to extend the Mariners' lead to five to one. Home run number twenty-six for Julio Rodriguez. Uh, that made the score five to one. Um, but then the Reds made things a little bit more interesting um, going up against the Mariners' bullpen after. Uh, Bryce Miller pitches very well over five innings. He gets out of a big bases loaded jam in the fifth inning. And then Dominic Leone uh, takes over, making his second appearance as a Mariner um, since coming over off of waivers uh, from the LA Angels. Um, he ends up giving up a couple of home runs in his, in, um, his outing. Um, he gives up a, a solo home run uh, to um, Christian Encarnacion Strand. Um, and uh, he also gives up a solo home run to Noel V. Marte, another former Mariner, hitting his first uh, big league home run. Uh, that made the score 5-3. Uh, to three. Um, And then Julio Rodriguez tacks out another run for the Mariners. Uh, he hit the solo home run, um, his 27th home run of the season. That made the score 6-3. to three. Um, And then Nick Martini hits a three-run home run for the Reds. Uh, off of Justin Topa, um, and uh, this is the first home run that just, Justin Topa has given up since June, um, and unfortunately, uh, it was a big three-run home run to tie the game up at 6-6, six to six. Um, and then uh, in the ninth inning, Andres Munoz on the mound uh, in a tie game for the Mariners in the bottom of the ninth inning. Um, Ellie De La Cruz hits a little infield base hit, uh, then he steals second base, um, 
after um, Cal Raleigh earlier in the ballgame um, made a couple of really uh, great um, great throws uh, to gun uh, Ellie De La Cruz and Noel V. Marte um, and prevent them from stealing a base. Uh, but this time, uh, Ellie De La Cruz steals second base. Um, and then uh, after that, um, Christian Encarnacion Strand hits a walk-off base hit. And the Reds, they win a heartbreaker in Game 2 over the Mariners. Final score of 7-6. to six. Game 3, um, the Mariners bounce back in a big way in Game 3. Uh, Logan Gilbert gets a start for the Mariners going up against Ryan Richardson. Um, and uh, in this game, uh, the Mariners, uh, they break out the offense um, early in this game. Mike Ford hits a two-run home run, um, his 16th home run of the season. Um, and then uh, Ty France drives in a run with an RBI double. Um, and then uh, after that, um, uh, J.P. Crawford uh, hits a big three-run home run, his 16th home run of the season. Um, and then uh, um, Cal Raleigh hits a solo home run, uh, home run uh, number 26 for Cal Raleigh. Um, and uh, Ty France ends up driving another run a little bit later on in the ballgame. Mariners go on to win this ballgame. Final score of eight to four. Uh, really good pitching by Logan Gilbert in this ball game. Um, he only gives up two runs over um, five and a third innings. Um, and uh, Logan Gilbert strikes out nine batters in this ball game. Um, his splitter was very effective in this ball game, and uh, the Mariners go on to win this game. Final score of eight to four. Logan Gilbert uh, picks up his thirteenth win of the season. So Mariners they were able to salvage. Game three of this series. Uh, but um, Mariners are kind of starting to come back to earth a little bit. Uh, they've dropped their last two series, uh, losing two out of three to the Mets and now losing two out of three to the Reds. Uh, but now they're going over to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Rays in a big four-game series. If the Mariners could find a way to win three out of the next four games, they could still have a winning road trip. So, um, you know, hopefully the Mariners could find a way to win this series against the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, we know that, uh, the Rays, um, you know, they have a very good ball club. They are currently hanging on to, uh, the first AL wildcard spot. Um, you know, they pitch well, um, you know, they can really swing the bats well. So, uh, Mariners are going to have to score a lot of offense over in Tropicana field. So, um, Mariners, you know, they're going to have to put a lot of runs on the board and uh, really get their offense going, um, over in Tampa Bay. So, um, you know, should be a fun series um both teams still with a lot to play for um you know the rays are trying to catch the orioles in the al east division um and the mariners um losing two out of three to the reds they now find themselves one game behind the houston astros um astros currently in first place in the al west standings mariners are now one game back uh, with the astros sweeping the texas rangers um rangers now find themselves three games back um and uh, Rangers are now out of the playoff picture. The Toronto Blue Jays have passed the Texas Rangers, and the Blue Jays are now hanging on to that third AL wildcard spot. Uh, Mariners currently in the second AL wildcard spot, um, you know, um, right behind the Houston Astros, trying to catch the Astros to win the AL West division. Um, so uh, Mariners still with a lot to play for, um, and they have to get back on track in this series against the Tampa Bay Rays. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. 
Um, September baseball is always the most exciting baseball. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And uh, hopefully the Mariners uh, could somehow get um, a playoff spot. And we'll see some really exciting baseball in October as well. So we'll see what happens. But uh, hopefully the Mariners can find a way to play well against the Tampa Bay Rays and uh, get back on track and um, end up with a winning road trip. So um, that's my thoughts on everything for today. Uh, Now I just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go uh, from the book of John. Um, In this Bible verse, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Follow me and you will not have to walk in darkness because I am the light that leads to life. Um, This is an incredible reminder to all of us. you know, anybody who has, you know, kids um, going back to school um, or, you know, um, in my case, you know, I have a nieces um, and, and the nephew going back to school. Um, and, uh, you know, um, I think about, you know, as adults, uh, what we always tell kids, um, you know, when they go to school, we always tell them to shine for Jesus. Um, and, you know, the best way um, you know, for all the kids in our lives to learn uh, to shine for Jesus and to see us adults shining for Jesus. Um, you know, we have to be good examples for all of the kids in our lives. Um, and, uh, you know, um, the kids are watching us, you know, all the time, every single day. And uh, we know that, um, you know, the children are our future. Um, and, uh, you know, if we can show them, you know, how to be good people, you know, how to uh, follow Jesus and how to shine for Jesus, um, you know, everywhere they go, um, you know, ultimately, you know, they will grow up to be uh, very good adults. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, little by little, we can make this world um, a better place. Um, and, you know, we can show these children, you know, how to shine uh, for Jesus um, and how to be um, a light in this dark world. So I just want to leave you guys with that today. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Uh, Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Go Mariners and go Hawks!